1: Having no mercy for them disrespectful ones. Some be hanging around the crew looking for funds. Dumb, deaf, and fine. They be asking me all about mine, how she do, how she be. I know she's sipping that wine behind your back. They talk like vultures. Often on like trends of culture, baby. Hey, he. Faking it like these sculptured nails. But they be going to hell and lay with Lucifer because they run in any way. Big boy, user and abuser. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And it is a Sunday. The Lord's Sunday and, uh, mm-hmm. people are already taking on the church. Oh, Lord. That's right. First thing in the morning. Uh, but before we get to all that, uh, this is the Black Guy who Tips podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podomatic. Just search for the Black Guy Who Tips, and we will come up. And, uh, while you're on iTunes and Stitcher, you can do cool things like leave us five star reviews. Um, we'll read them regardless of, uh, content, whatever you have to say. Um, and uh make sure that you guys do that cuz it helps the show out tremendously um you can also go to the blackouttips.com become a premium subscriber to the show uh do stuff like voting the polls um you know uh all kinds of great stuff like that that uh helps to show out tremendously as well um leave comments on the site um comments on the polls all that kind of stuff um, It all helps us out. The official weapon of the show is... The taser. An unofficial sport. Is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. And today's podcast is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. Mm-hmm. This podcast is sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions. What do Rod and Karen have in common with Terrence Trent Darby? Both have an album on iTunes. That's right, guys. We do. That's right, Karen. We're now officially... Um, on iTunes. Yes, we done made it, Mama made it. I'm on iTunes. That's right. Um, Dexter has put together a compilation of our greatest audio play hits. Okay, is uh, you can find it on iTunes, The Best of Rod and Karen. And in seconds, you can enjoy 14 hilarious comedy tracks. We've done 14. Wow. I didn't realize we done that many. Yeah, that is, that is a, a pat on the back to us. I our had no clip. idea. Mm-hmm. It uh, was that many. Yeah, we are professional voice actors at this time, you know, at this point. But, um, yeah, we've got 14 hilarious comedy tracks featuring Rod and Karen and many of our funniest actors. Um, and, uh, that he actually gave me a ringtone from one of the clips. Let me see if I can play it for everybody here. Um, but yeah, it, it actually came with, uh, um uh, oh wait yes uh, allow uh i said allow now god damn it <laughs> what's wrong with this thing also no thanks for, Oh, you want to play this you got to give permission yeah let me just download it good grief yeah would have done that before the show if i would have known uh shit was gonna be like now i need permission to even <laughs> download this shit it's not
2: you it's not you dex it's the computer. Do, I, do i want anything i want you to get my fucking ass to the fucking hospital, before I choke your motherfucking ass out.
1: There you go. That is a brief <laughs> sample of um, Karen and her uh, acting ability. That was fun. That that I think that one was fries. Yeah, yeah. That one was. It, I well, had so much fun doing that. One. Well, that is a ringtone that he has made available, um, so people will be able to. Put that on their phone. Um, now, I don't know what kind of person you put that on your phone for. Uh, you know, maybe if uh, Aaron Hernandez is calling you or something. I don't know. Yes. But, uh, yeah, you'll be able to put it on your phone and hear Karen acting. Um, yeah, so for those of you that
2: uh, have heard Shadow Dog and you go, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's it's worth it. They're, they're nine-nine centipedes. And... We had so much fun making them, and, you know, we've had people who purchased them in the past and went back, and oh, I forgot I purchased it, went back and listened to it. We had people that purchased them when they first came out, and um, a lot of people rave about how good quality they are, how they sound, and um, supporting Dexter helps support us. So we have so much fun doing that. We have so much fun working with uh,
1: Dexter. That's right. And uh, we also have another sponsor, a Little Sexier. See if I can find a sexy song. fellas and ladies are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie well here's an offer you won't be able to resist go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only you'll get 50% off of just about any item but that's not all in addition to that 50% off of just about any item you also get three count them three free adult dvds for a little inspiration plus a free extra gift that is so motherfucking central. Can't even tell you what it <gasps> is. And to top it all off, they even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And they are not joking around, guys. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Put in code TBGWT for the offer code upon checkout. You get 50% off of one item. And then you get three free DVDs. And then you get a free extra gift and then you get free shipping like seriously you should do this already just use over code TBGWT at com.
0: No all
1: right let's do this
2: oh and uh before, yes, Karen? You, before you go on that clip that uh you had played before for uh Shadow Dog I remember when we did that after we finished and uh I didn't realize that uh, how intense I was until uh, because when we record, you were like in this little booth, and it's the glass, and on the other side of the booth are other actors and performers, and you know engineers and people on the other side. And so, what what you're saying, they can actually hear. Mm -hmm. And one of the actors from back there, he came out and he was like. That was a wonderful job. That was so intense. I was looking at him like, um, I, I guess that's a good thing. That 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 somebody that's been doing this a lot hell a longer than me told me I was doing a good job. So I was proud of myself, y'all.
1: Yeah, it, it scared me for real. So <laughs> I think they all was scared. You know, I, was, I was like, now I got to drive all the way back home with this fool. So. <laughs> Mad. That's some shit I didn't need to. Hopefully she's not a method actor. No, um, no, no, no. no but uh yeah man we had a good time and uh like i said there's a lot of good stuff on there and i'm proud of the work we did with them and i think people will enjoy it and kind of get to hear us uh which is funny because you know on ballsy Sports, me and justin we kind of like break into skits Mm -hmm. impromptu all the time and i think it's definitely a skill that uh that we have in our repertoire and being able to like you know Publicly have that is dope. So hopefully uh people go on iTunes and support it and mm-hmm. buy the album and all that stuff and uh let us know what you think about it. Leave reviews on iTunes for the album, all that stuff, because yes. you know, we love to know what you guys think if you haven't had time to check us out and our work on Shadow dog Productions in the past.
2: Yes, and it's called The Best of Rod and Karen.
1: hmm The best of Rod and Karen. Uh let's talk about all kinds of stuff that's happening in the news. Uh first things breaking news um uh, we, we gonna play the music oh yeah I guess we should yeah, <laughs> I was not- you you're saying breaking news I was like ain't no music okay well give me a second hold on alright uh breaking news <laughs> breaking news this just in Mark Lamont Hill is a bitch. Uh, we we're reporting it here first <laughs> on the Blackout Tips. Apparently, it's breaking news. Fresh off of Twitter. I did not know this before. I'm not really... uh I have no opinion on Mark Lamont Hill, but if you go on Black Twitter today, the consensus is Mark Lamont Hill is a bitch. Oh, um, Lord. I didn't know who he is. Uh You do know him. He's, oh. he's the HuffPo Negro. Um, he's uh, always... Uh, it does interviews on there. We play several of the clips on here. Where okay. We people. Um, okay. Yeah. Like some people don't like them and shit. I don't have any problem with the two. Honestly, I don't care. Uh, one way or the other. Um, I feel like everybody's trying to, you know, get their hustle on in their own ways mm-hmm. and whatnot. Well, apparently he found out, uh, that Twitter is real. Oh, it's very real. It's very real. Okay. Um, and it never forgets anything. Mm-mm. So uh he got quite a surprise when he made a seemingly insignificant jab at the rapper Big Boy during his solo set at a show in Los Angeles. Uh-oh. It all started as Hill tweeted happily about going to the concert. At Stable Center for Outcast Show. Haven't seen them in years. I'm hype. Okay, nothing wrong with that. By the way, if you're not at the BT Experience, you're missing a dope weekend. Okay. Sounds like everything sound of food. Yeah. This is one of the dopest hip hop sets I've heard in years. Outcast is murking this show. Then he'll Mad to make a joke. So big boy's doing his solo set. This is where the homie Bomani Jones turns up and I check my email. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all fun and games till a tweet gets back to the guy on stage and he calls you a bitch thirty nine minutes later to the entire auditorium. Oh. Uh uh oh, live at the concert? Then he tweeted, Big boy just called me a bitch on stage. Wow. Why would you tweet that? Uh, apparently, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> he called me a bitch. Unless somebody else tweet that, no, the world would never know. You can't come to Twitter for sympathy in that. You have to weigh the dynamics of what's happening to you mm-hmm. in real time. Because like some people would have got sympathy. Like when I logged on, I saw MLH called a bitch by a big boy that's messed up and i was like oh shit and it was by a black feminist that i follow and in my mind i read mhp i thought it was melissa harris perry because the initials are close yeah. yeah And so i like slammed down my uh i slammed down my uh my ham sandwich <laughs> no no i slammed down my, the uh the uh instrument and ran out of the juke joint like color oh, purple because something about to go to hell. yeah i was like i don't want to be around for this twitter's gonna burn today but, uh nah, it was uh, Mark Lamont Hill, which, you know, I, it's funny the dynamics of that because if it would have been somebody else, it would have been a fight. But it was like, dude, you just had to take this L
2: Yeah, and it's, and it's one of those things where um if something like that happened, you look, you say, oh, okay. And you let other people treat that shit and other people put that out there. And if somebody says something to you, you act like you didn't hear that shit.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know what y'all talking about. I was I'm, still. Yeah, I'm a beach. That's what I heard. Like, you have been tweeting me talking about, Rod, you got called a bitch. Uh, nah, he said beach, man. It's an inside joke. Me and him, we do this thing. We cool uh, like that. Yeah, I tweet things, and then he'd be like, you a beach, man. I'd be like, oh, you you the beach. You know what I'm saying? Like, bring saying to the beach. Like, yeah. I would have tried to play it off. Or either that, I would have embraced it. I would put bitch in my Twitter profile bio and would have been like, I absolutely am every night.
2: Oh, <laughs> and the worst part about it is that why he put Bo's name
1: in it. Bo was like, "What? What? What, what do I got to do with this?" Man, it gets worse, Karen. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. Um, this is this is what happens when you take it serious, man. Like the bet, let it roll off your back. You better some stuff. You just got to let go because I promise
2: you, within the next twenty-four to forty-eight hours, they'll be talking about something else. And
1: I have talked so much noise about people on this podcast. And on my Twitter's timeline, if I get seen in public and get called a bitch by, like, say, Drake, that is a well-deserved and earned bitch. I will take that. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you think I'm a bitch? I think you're a bitch. we we just two bitches in love, then. Because right. I'm not changing my stance. Like, uh, Or don't tweet it if you don't mean it. If you don't really mean that uh, big boy set makes you want to check your phone. Which is some disrespectful shit to say about a dude when you are at his concert right and, and
2: especially in the especially in people underestimate how public Twitter is mm-hmm. like that right there is something you just said in private jokingly, but it's but once you put that on like a Twitter profile and and people follow you,
1: they're gonna be especially if they outcast fans the big boy fans they
2: be like uh what
1: yeah and and, and you know the thing is. There is some social dynamics about calling a male a bitch and emasculating him and you know what does that say about because it's considered feminine. Right. What does that say about, you know, the gender struggles that we go through on a day to day basis Mm -hmm. and you know the emasculation of the black man? Uh you definitely need to consider that angle. Um, you know, also what does it say about the disrespect and the misogyny in big boys' music? I mean, that's all rampant throughout there and you know, how does he really feel about women? But it's joke time. It's no time to right. consider this bullshit. Nope. It just happened. It's time for the jokes to think pieces off nope. for tomorrow. No social conscious right now. Mm-mm. Everybody getting them jokes. I seen feminists joking this nigga. I said, God damn, cuz. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> you taking an L today. Yeah, you taking an L. You like, might as
2: well log off Twitter and stay away because I promise you the uh, the Twitter cycle is quick. It will as soon as something else come on or as soon as True Blood or whatever come on night, they'll be talking about some other shit. I told
1: him, I hear him because uh, he was going back and forth trying to fight with people today. And I said, look, man, listen. If you still have time right now. McDonald's is serving Egg McMuffins till 1030. If you log off right now, you can <laughs> get one. You can still get one. It ain't too early. Mm-mm. Take the L, Go get you some egg muffins. Sit in there and, and have a good time because the joke's not going to stop. And they you start. trying to fight the jokes are not going to help. You cannot seriously explain away. What happened with, while people are actively on joke time, man? You, you need to step away for a couple days, maybe 24 right. hours. Right. And fight that. Or tweet through it. Pretend like the shit didn't happen. Yep, just tweet. If somebody hit you up, you just ignore that shit. You. Nigga, I will live tweet the fuck out of church service that morning. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'll be up in there like, man, don't you hate when the pastor be taking too long? Ha 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 Everybody's like, big boy call you a bitch. You a bitch, nigga. Oh, I bet, I bet you was, a, you was sticking that when you was talking about being called a bitch and i yep man they pass around communion wafers i wish they would pass around a whole sandwich i'm so hungry this morning that's what that's what you do. that's what i would do either you tweet completely
2: through it and just ignore everything around you because eventually they're gonna go away and find something else yep or either you just lull off and be like, you know what, I'm out. You know what, mm-hmm. you know, you know what, it's a beautiful day outside. Let me go take a jog or a run. I ain't been to the Y
1: in a while. Tried to tag Bo Mani in them tweets too. You know, Bo was like, "Uh, uh you on your own, player." Mm-mm. Come on, man. Bigger fan is Bo. Is a big boy, right? come on dog that's like if jesus came out call you a bitch everybody got to go roll with it that day you be like, mm, like um, oh jesus called you a bitch i don't know what you yeah, did yeah i don't, I don't <laughs> know
2: what you did sir but uh if jesus called you a bitch you got called a bitch three times by the yeah. father the son and the holy spirit i can't I, I, mm, I, <laughs> I can't i can't roll with you on that one dog you on your own
1: you just gonna be the lord's bitch today yes you it's are happening Um, uh, but yeah so you kept going I'm guessing this is about my tweet. I actually was clowning my homie BC. We had it because we had a debate about which Outcast member was better. At Big Boy, he's adding him on the, in the mentions now. I've been an Outcast, both of them fans since 1994. Was teasing my homie. I Had no disrespect intended for Big Boy. I see how that tweet sounded, and I get I was wrong for that. But that stage shit was still OD. My kid there or not? So now he's having. Why?
2: Why? What's your kid?
1: Lord have mercy. He pointed at everybody at the scene, ain't he? He's like Nino Brown running behind that little girl at the wedding and shit.
2: Yeah, he, he, he put the baby up as a shield. I, I, you know, I'm, my child was here. I was, you know, I'm standing behind my child. Right. And, and it's one of those things where I don't mean to no harm as a man. You just have to stand and take that one because your child has nothing to do with it but money had nothing to do with it you was like point you like i'm going to jail everybody going to jail you yeah. get
1: some you get some Also, I don't care about the kids. you were fine with him calling everybody bitches in their songs before this and you had your All child right. dad, but then he called you a bitch and it's like my kid was here my mouth was open like <laughs>
2: all <laughs> oh, the bitches that was 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 sung and, and danced before that time come on
1: yeah It was like oh yeah well them 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 there's some different bitches them wasn't like you calling me a bitch Mm-mm. um but yeah and then you know whether the kid is there now i'm supposed to be responsible for where you take your kid right. now right you know no. and, like don't tweet it then you know you um, get no sympathy for the child somebody mm. hit him up and said look at the backtrack epic backtrack Mark hill debate or not checking my email is shade he said, I agree, but it was a joke for Bomani. I'm actually a big boy fan, and I obviously wasn't checking my email. Well, you shouldn't have put it out there, bro. You should have told Bomani that in a private setting. Or take the – here's the thing. Take take the heat of the joke back. That's right. one of the things I don't like about a lot of this shit is people want to make their joke, which everybody's going to go, oh, damn. And then when the joke comes back and the person like, you a bitch – It's, oh no, not, no, they didn't. Oh my God. That's so much worse. No, it's not. You know, don't go fucking, uh, tap the, the fucking, uh, honey badger with a stick and then be like, oh, the honey badger kicked my ass. That's what they do.
2: Right. They
1: be like, they be like, you, you a bitch. Mm Mm-hmm. I sure am. And I'd have kept it pushing. Uh, Charles said, baby, you are backpedaling faster than Lance Armstrong on crack. Oh my! Own your shade, sweetie. Own it. <laughs> Not own it. And that was from a dude named Charles Wade. He, he he said that like he was. He said that shit so good. Own your shade, sweetie. On yeah, it. you put it out there. You got to deal with it. He called him baby and sweetie. Charles must be from the <laughs> south, south. Yes. That's what see. That's what happened. You fuck around with niggas from the south, thinking that's a goddamn joke, Mm-mm. and all that politeness goes out the window. You get yep. called everything under the damn son uh-huh. yeah you, you get wonder ca- what happened you get called a
2: baby a sweeter yeah. you, you, they be looking at you like you gonna ahead you're gonna kiss my grits and my ass
1: right <laughs> call you a sweet little baby back bitch or some right. shit you like right you be trying to process what had happened like, right they were be like you unsweeted and unsweet tea what yeah. what the hell i got to do with anything but if you down south you're like oh shit don't about drink unsweet tea mm-hmm. uh so he said no backpedaling i see my mistake and i acknowledged it it's it's called being an adult um, so at this point, I think it's like he's kind of fishing for an apology from Big Boy, too. You know, like, I apologize. Now, you should apologize. And mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see if he does. But, uh, you know. Um, uh, so, yeah. he, he uh, Mark Lamont Hill said, of course, it was a joke. I get that I need to be more careful on Twitter, but I didn't think it would get taken like that. But how did? But come on. If it's, see, that's the thing. If and this, and this is unfair of him. If Mark Lamont Hill was on TV. And I was watching TV and I was live tweeting it, right? And it was like, oh, I'm watching Don Lemon interview people. Oh, Mark Lamont Hill is on. I'm going to check my email and this is where Karen uh, and I part ways. People will be like, why are you dissing Mark Lamont Hill? Right. You know, it's it's a natural reaction to be like, oh, that is fucked up. So if... My one hill got word of that, and it went on Twitter or on TV or whatever, and was like, "Yeah, Rye is a bitch." I would be like, "Well, I had that coming." Like, you know <laughs> I what I mean? Like, said it. Yeah. like, I've never
2: been yeah, one people, of these. Yeah, people don't own up to what they say.
1: Yeah, and I don't believe in this. Like, if you have a bigger platform, you shouldn't say anything. If you have a bigger platform then people that can't take it, shouldn't say anything about you. That's right. how I think of life. Like, life is just that way. If you know what I mean because you're hoping that that person isn't petty, but if they like there's no level where it's like well now that you've reached this level of success, you no longer get the right to be petty. Nope. I might be that successful cuz I'm petty. You don't know me? You know what I mean? <laughs> like so mm-hmm. if that person decide like uh it's why people um you talk shit about Rihanna then you get served on the on, on Twitter it's like and that's what happens when you talk shit about Rihanna. Right.
2: The same thing about Beyonce to yeah. be happy after you.
1: Big boy just lets you know that he's not some fictional construct in your mind. He's a real human being that yep. has real emotions and might react to some real shit.
2: Right. And people have a tendency to forget that. They act like they can just put anything out there in the ether and just expect no repercussions to their, to what they're saying and look at you like, well, oh, you shouldn't say nothing to me because I'm the small fry. Fuck you.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, it's good, man. Like, they was cooking this morning. I I was like, man, you called me a bitch um, from on stage. Someone else going to be the one to tweet and let y'all know about it.
2: Right. I'm not saying that goddamn thing.
1: (laughs) Somebody else going to have to come tell y'all niggas because
2: I'm not going to do it. it. It's going to be real life to it. I didn't walk around. Like, he called you a bitch. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm uh, like,
1: word? Is that what happened? Is, is that,
2: that's what he said because I, I didn't hear even, that. I couldn't even really hear I mean, hear it was him. so much happening. I was, I, right. you know, I was <laughs> I was grooving, you know. Uh, I was Andre too, 3000 just got off stage. Mm-hmm. I was too busy jamming. I couldn't even tell what he said. Well, I, I, I think I might have been in the bathroom in the concession stand. You know, the Buffalo wings they had here
1: were delicious, honey. Yeah, I think he must be deleting these two tweets because i went to his twitter page and i no longer see these tweets and uh oh
2: yeah that they, they was on it they was going back and digging stuff like uh, he tweeted a while ago and reposting it like
1: mm-hmm. the that's one thing about the twitter investigators when they investigate they investigate and then i like uh i think he even had a tweet at some point point. Where he was arguing, saying Rick Ross is better than Big Boy. And, right. uh, people and people went dug that shit up from like five years ago. Right. When, when when I tell you they investigate, they go back from your very first tweet. Yeah. Tweet, Twitter is forever.
2: Mm-hmm. Delete it if you want to. Somebody will find it.
1: Yeah. You put tweeted tweet At some point, how many Big Boy verses are classic? Mm. Oh, mm. oh, yeah. Man. You
2: can't put that out there and then say this. And it's, people are like, never forget
1: yeah.
2: Post. Dog. Mm. mm. Yeah, and so you don't know if he
1: even heard that and it was like, okay, that's enough. Nigga, you a bitch. You never know who's following you. Right. You never know. You never know who's following. Uh yeah, Bo just said, but for real, how big boy find that tweet? He wasn't mentioning it, so who found it in the middle of the show and told him, Mm-hmm. You yep. never know who's following who, who and right? who's
2: a fan of who. And somebody was like, "Hey, y'all hear this?" And they was like, "Oh shit!" And then they went to go look, and they happened. The person that that person hit up had to be part of the posse, or you know, either the posse happened to be following a fan of his mm-hmm. and seen that shit and was like, oh, "We're dog. We doing this."
1: Yep. Because um, you don't never know who's a fan of who.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I see, man. That is crazy. But yeah, I you know, like that. What's funny is like when people say shit about people I know. Um, but like, say I'm listening to a podcast. Somebody's like, I don't like Bo My Jones. It wouldn't be. I would not go find Bo and be like, "Hey, man, these niggas talk about you." Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Because it's just not in my nature. Me either. But I'm not everybody. Somebody gonna be like, "Big boy, they talk shit," and that's all it take to get called a bitch on stage live while you in the stands. Yeah. Now, me personally, I have a different temperament. I I would like to hope, in my highest of hopes, that I would have been turned to everybody and be like. He's talking about me, y'all. Me, I'm the bitch. Look, it's me. I'm famous. <laughs> right. No, I mean, I've been going on Twitter doing the walk. I got caught a bitch. I got caught a bitch. How many, else? How many of y'all got shouted out by name at the concert? None? Oh, All that's right. what I thought. Right. You non famous bitches. I would have been running around. Big Mo acknowledged me. Did he acknowledge you? I would have tried to it's <laughs> that shit around I'm like, it's been my my whole life i wanted to be called a bitch by somebody famous Just just a, another day in accomplishing my dreams
2: right if you're not gonna <laughs> turn that shit into a motherfucking joke get your ass off of twitter yeah or either tweet through that shit
1: yeah but uh, i wouldn't have brought my daughter up
2: either right because you know even the, ba- I, hope the go- I hope the baby don't got hope the baby ain't open no up for an account well she gotta be she went to the concert but it's just one of those things where she looking like um daddy uh what the hell i got to do with this why you bring my name in his daddy
1: yeah i'm not gonna yeah i'm not gonna believe it until uh till big boy confirms it himself
2: right and could, could you imagine her friends and shit yeah. hit her, hitting, hitting her up Going, your daddy got called a bitch at the Big Bug concert. You, you know, the mm. other
1: thing is, like,
2: ain't nobody above being called a bitch, man. And that's true, too. And that's <laughs> and that's something that people have a tendency to forget. Ain't nobody. Because <laughs> women get called bitches all the time. And everybody gloss past that shit. But a man get called a bitch. Everybody like the world coming to a motherfucking end. Oh,
1: my God. Nobody's above it, dog. Like ain't Nobody. It to, it, I, if you raise your hand if you've never been called a bitch before because i have i se- have too. several of the times <laughs> so that's, oh man for mark levin hill dog you can't you can't you just have to chalk that up as an l. I i would pretend i didn't hear it even right. if i did hear it so Mm-mm. you got you got to take that to the grave homie i'd be like where i was eating on some onion
2: rings what are y'all talking about yeah <laughs> i be like i went and got me another bud light
1: it was delicious yeah bro i would have hit that uh hmm <laughs> what happened oh i don't mm-mm. Nah, I, he mean, didn't call me no bitch oh but i
2: you heard my name y'all where done. he
1: shouted me out on stage y'all had to find the fucking audio tape right okay i was your boy denying it till i die I, I was checking my email i don't know uh sarah palin speaking of people on stage that don't know how to act oh what y'all thought i was gonna say what did y'all think i was gonna say oh okay um mm. uh, sarah palin uh, apparently has been endorsing a lot of uh people and she's looking into joining a third party movement because the republicans she's been endorsing have been losing
2: yeah i don't know why people think she's
1: faithful to any damn body she is so fucking savvy
2: yeah I mean, she
1: about that money as dits as ditzy as she is like live and while giving speeches and her logic is very flawed she knows how to throw red meat to a very a ravenous audience of right wingers and she knows how to move the needle and align with the sides that will continue to make her rich right she is so good she that
2: she is i give her credit she is about that goddamn dollar bill. Because at the mm-hmm. end of the day, that's all that matters. That's why when they was asking her, oh, she's going to rerun. She was like, bitch, I make eight times more doing it myself. Why would I go back and deal with that goddamn stress?
1: She like, so the money over here with these Tea Party people? Well, I'm gone. Right. I'm not faithful to none of y'all bitches. She talked about possibly joining a third party movement. Which party could that be? Tea Party? Right. Comments came prior to center. Thad Cochran's declaring victory over Tea Party challenger Chris McDaniel, who Palin campaigned for in a Republican runoff in Mississippi. So she's like, oh, this Tea Party shit ain't working out. During the interview, Handy asked her to explain her recent comments about the possibility of leaving the party. If Republicans are going to act like Democrats, what's the use in getting all gung-ho and getting other Republicans in there? We need people who understand. Oh, wait. <clears throat> if Republicans are going to act like Democrats... <laughs> what's the use of getting all gung-ho about getting other Republicans in there? We need people who understand the beauty of the value of allowing the free market to thrive. Otherwise, our country is going to continue to be overregulated, driving industry away, driving jobs away. Palin warned that the U.S. is going to become bankrupt, fundamentally transformed country, uh, unless Republican leaders stop going uh, along just to get along. With those in power. This has been the most like the Congress has said no the most, by the way. Right. And she's like, they gotta stop working with the president. Like, right, bitch, they ain't working with nobody.
2: They everything is no.
1: hmm You working with them too much. Sometimes I'll say no and it's a question mark on the end. If Republicans are gonna stand strong on the planks of our platform, it does no good to get all enthused about them anymore. This is not the first time she expressed frustration with the GLP two weeks ago. Palin wrote on her Facebook that the news of poor conditions for children at a holding center of for undocumented unaccompanied minors was about to push her to renounce her Republican ties. Yeah, she's setting it up. Um last year she made a similar threat in the interview saying if the GLP continues to back away from its platform planks, we have nowhere else to go except to become more independent and not enlisted and a one or the other of the of the private majority parties that rule in our nation. These are private parties. No one forces us to be enlisted. I love this. Mm-hmm. I love it because people touted her as some type of uh Republican, you know, savior and I mean at one point people wanted her to be vice president mm-hmm. and people were Discussing her being the president of the United States. Mm -hmm. And now you just see what an opportunist this person is, what a crazy person she is, um, and how insufferable she can be. And it's going to be funny to watch, you know, because not not all Republicans will turn on her. Oh, Uh, no, they won't. A lot of Republicans are just people who are dissatisfied with the current state of the world. Mm -hmm. They're upset that they're not getting their way in every single way and every single issue. Right. They're upset that the rest of America doesn't agree with them when it comes to their choice of president and other politi- political uh, offices. And they're looking for someone like her to be like the voice, you know?
2: Yeah, even though she'd
1: never get elected
2: to office, nobody would ever vote on her. It don't fucking matter to them. They're like, that's the voice that I want out there.
1: And her leaving would, I think, not prompt a lot of people to leave because Republicans are loyal, very loyal to just their party. They know that there's no real valuable third option that would actually have any considerable Mm -mm. uh, ability. It's really just splitting Republicans into even crazier Republicans and crazy Republicans, right? But um, it's going to be funny because, you know, it it definitely will divide their power to some extent um, because there's not enough people in the Tea Party to really be the political threat that the Republican Party is. But even still, I hate to see Tea Party people prosper, but whatever. Bye. Bye relegate her to fucking obscurity. Go go over there with them niggas if you want. Mhm. And as soon as they start losing, she'll be back. Yeah. Um so Transformers uh was great. Mhm. I think everybody needs to recognize that I enjoyed it. Me too. Um, very American movie. A man in Beijing recently bought tickets uh hundreds of tickets to IMAX screenings of Transformers Age of Extinction in order to show his ex-girlfriend what she's missing. According to the South China Morning Post, Robin Thicke, oh, I mean, <clears throat> <laughs> the man's ex girlfriend, did, did every ticket say Paul on it? Right? <laughs> the man's ex girlfriend broke up with him and moved from her home city of Nanjing to Beijing after he couldn't afford to take her to the movies. Right now, seven, right, seven, seven years later, after acquiring some wealth through running a company in Shanghai, he's showing her just how many tickets he can buy. Seven years later, this nigga was heartbroken. Dog, rejection is powerful.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm
1: and sure a, a, he leg. thinks he's a nice guy, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's,
2: it's just some shit you just got to let go and move on. That pussy must have been great. That must have been the best shit ever. Could you, I hope, does he have a current girlfriend that was like, yeah, I
1: do that to that bitch. Right. Probably not. Sound like he had a supervillain origin story seven years later. Right. He came <clears> out of the blues. Now, Batman, it is me, the Ticket Master, and you will all pay by Ticket this, Monster seeing this IMAX movie. Now, after seven years of resentment, Wang has sent, spent a quarter of a million uh, Hong Kong dollars on uh, hundreds of cinema tickets, which he is giving away for free on the internet in order to show off his newfound wealth. Wow. He said of his Weibo on his Weibo blog, after striving hard for seven years. Running his own company in Shanghai, he was finally able to afford to book all of the seats in four of the six IMAX theaters in Beijing for this Friday's showing of Transformers Age of Extinction to show his ex-partner what she was missing. She probably ain't paying his ass no attention. I know Michael Bay like, yes. I wish you could have bought all six. More money. He said he would give the tickets away to anyone who shared his blog post in the hope that the news would spread to his ex-girlfriend, who's probably cut him off on everything. Right. He wrote according to the Morning Post, I only want to say that you might have been wrong when you made that decision. See, he's reasonable.
2: Mm-mm. He posted
1: copies of his receipts online and confirmed. He's not petty
2: that, to call a bitch, too.
1: Yeah, then he went on stage and called. Well, you know what? He he said, nope, I'm not even going to go that far and call this woman a bitch, okay? Her daughter is here, and uh, I should know that. Cause this I'm woman soon. might be married with kids,
2: ain't thinking twice about your ass.
1: Yep, he says this is only half of his monthly income, and he said he'll be fine so wow that's that's amazing yes yes it is
2: i mean yeah a lot of money oh and before you move on uh there's two things that i want to talk about real quick Mm -hmm. i want to talk about them peppers we got from uh mavericks all
1: right hold on speaking of things you want to talk about okay so peppers from mavericks okay Mm -hmm. what's, what's the other thing and popeyes okay those are food related and i don't know why i didn't have that on the docket sorry about that no problem um I forgot to mention, I was on look and listen podcast yesterday with Bomani Jones and, uh, Stacy, um, who everybody knows, Brooke, Stacy in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, we did a morning Jones one Oh one. So people that enjoy the morning Jones, uh, that's probably the definitive, uh, you know, recap of kind of the best of reasons of the morning Jones. We talked about mm-hmm. everybody and fans and the people who work there and how Bo got to start and all that. It's really good. Um, and I had a really good time going through memory lane with the crew. So I think everybody should check that podcast out, especially if you came here because you heard me from the evening Jones or the morning Jones Mm -hmm. or Twitter messing with Bo or something like that. You got to check that out. Go ahead, Karen. Uh, what'd you, so, uh, we had some peppers from Mavericks. Yes. Uh, What was the? They were called
2: Diablo peppers. And it was funny though. Cause Roger was like, I want the Diablo peppers. Now we should have known something was wrong when a dude was like, those are really hot. We was Mm -hmm. like, "Mm -hmm whatever and, th- and then the uh they got cooked and then the dude i think two or three other people i think he said it then the, then he was like you sure um they really hot we was yeah. like yeah whatever and then the um the the uh the black dude that um is like the food carrier he bought it down he set it down he looked at us he was like um y'all know they hot we was we we glossed that shit out we was like whatever nigga this shit ain't hot <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah well i it was just that first of all Waiters normally do that with everything. It's like, I'll take the hot wings, sir. They're very hot. And uh, then you get them and they're not that hot. Let we like,
2: tell you why. Because people are punk asses. People are like, I'll take it think, thinking they're going to get a, 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 a red pepper flake. And then they'll be like, I don't really like hot
1: food. It's like, mm-hmm. motherfucker, why'd you order this? Right. Well, this shit was actually hot, hot for real. Like, I could taste it right away. It was giving me ghost pepper flashbacks. So I decided to opt out and not eat mine. You know what? Because they gave us like five or six of them or something. Mm-hmm. And I took uh a little bite of one uh it had bacon wrapped around it which is how they fool you right and it had hot cheese inside it was like boiling hot and so i cut it up with my fork took a little bite of one and i said nope flashbacks i'm done
2: <laughs> i got through i think one
1: and a half
2: um they were actually really good the thing about it the thing about it though is like whenever you uh bit into it you were fine Mm-hmm. it was like 60 seconds later you got like an aftertaste of burn mm-hmm. and then the longer the longer you smack your lips it was like the more burn you got in your mouth i was like um yeah nigga i, th- I-, <coughs> um, I think
1: this
2: i think this shit is really hot they wouldn't playing. I-, I don't know if that's pepper and pepper stuffed and pepper and some more pepper but that shit was hot mm-hmm. wrapped
1: up in some bacon and some cheese karen actually ate more of hers than mine i was like it was actually, fuck this shit it was actually good they gave us ranch and shit i was like, nope uh your boy good like i'll be a bitch i'll be mark lamont hill today <laughs> i don't care if y'all judge me or not like dude came by he was like is it too hot for y'all said mm, absolutely every every night it is please have, pass me some coke uh, i need a refill oh <laughs> also this was the time where the dude fucked up and didn't refill my drink right away right so it was like my drink went down right as i took like my second bite of pepper and i was like oh lord i'm gonna die here in this <laughs> restaurant in front of my wife can't believe this is so embarrassing
2: yeah i think people were saying like which we didn't have but a lot of people was talking about milk mm-hmm. helps that and some people said sour cream well, I they guess gave things us ranch. With dairy products yeah that ranch that yeah, ranch, they gave us
1: ranch but it didn't help enough for me yeah dipping it in that
2: ranch made it a lot cooler but yeah it was like oh wait a minute i think my mouth might be <coughs> you know how the cartoon yeah. you go like this and you you see, see like a puff of smoke puff out your mouth that's what it felt like <coughs> um i I, I think uh, i think i need to get down nine one one
1: no thank you i'm good <laughs> uh and then we had popeyes
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh first we had we had it twice okay guys we were coming from the movie theater after the seeing Transformers, uh and I think it started at 7.40 or 8.40. Yep. So we got out about 5 in the morning. Right. Um, <laughs> right. That food was long. And the
2: thing about uh this Popeye's, I think they put their Popeye's overnight with uh two-by-fours because one night you roll by there, it's black, and the next day you roll by there, it was lit up with a big-ass sound. So my Popeye's were here. I was like, how did motherfucker get there overnight?
1: Yeah, Popeye's was... uh like, uh, first of all, I was surprised the line was around the block after hearing all this stuff about Popeyes, but the line was pretty reasonable.
2: Probably so, because it
1: was so late. Yeah, and plus they do that thing in the back where they actually have two things that take orders, but it just makes it more confusing and congested in the back.
2: Yes, and then you got people fighting and jocking, trying to pull in front of you, going out of order, not standing in the back. Like, it's. Yeah. It, 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 it's just a fucking mess. I could see a fight breaking out because I was here
1: before you or some shit like that. Yeah, I definitely skipped the lady in line because she was on her phone. I said, well, you should have been paying attention. Right. And Robe, I don't pass her ass. Fuck mm-hmm. you, bitch. Pay attention. So, um, yeah, we, uh you know, we went there and it was like, I don't know, midnight almost. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what time they closed, but. I don't know you if they're know, 24 hours or what. But, but I didn't know chicken restaurants stayed open in LA. I know Bojangles closes at 10, and at 9.30, they don't have anything anyway.
2: Right, and, and I don't know if, if uh Popeye's is like, we getting all the business. Because where this Popeye's is, y'all, that's not a chicken place for miles. It's a Chick-fil-A, but they don't sell chicken chicken. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you get a chicken sandwich, but you ain't getting no three-piece, no four-piece, no wings, no dark or white meat from Chick-fil-A.
1: Yeah, Popeyes always has, like, all chicken restaurants always have, like, some type of weird rule. You know, Sundays for Chick-fil-A, they're not open. Uh, at the nine o'clock, Bojangle stops making any chicken-related products.
2: Right off that menu. Yeah. (laughs) And the, and the thing about it is that, uh, where this, uh, Popeyes is, it's a McDonald's, like, right across from it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize this, but they got a big-ass sign going, buy one, get one free. Chicken sandwich and buy one get one free chicken nuggets. And I thought, oh, they doing that because they're about taking their asses over there to their Popeyes. Mm-hmm. But would you rather have Popeyes or would you rather have some nasty ass McDonald's? Yeah. If, if you're really in the mood for a three piece with some wings.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, with McDonald's, um, like, it was such a pathetic attempt because they had these huge signs of just like our chicken sandwich and our chicken nuggets. Buy one get one free. It's like, yeah, that's not gonna stop anyone from going to Popeyes.
2: Right, cuz you know? th- that's not gonna cover up with the fact that they want red beans and rice and corn on the cob shit that you ain't got on your menu.
1: Yeah, like that ain't no, uh, three piece spicy dog. Mm-mm,
2: that ain't no Cajun fries. Mm
1: But yeah, we went up there, we got some, uh, chicken tenders cuz they were out of chicken completely out of chicken and they were out of everything else and then we got home and i didn't like it it was cold yeah now that it was
2: cold them biscuits was
1: nasty too yeah it was cold biscuits it was terrible and i was like this is the thing that you have raved about to me for on twitter right that's what i was looking at roger like everybody talks about how good it is but y'all ain't got one i was like this this is not good so i spiked that shit in the trash can i said damn you damn you Popeyes! how dare you to tease me like this because they was um, out of everything yeah and so then um the next day we uh finished the show and then i had to record the three with linda brothers so uh we had like an hour an hour between our ending of the show and and then going to this uh going uh coming back so i was like why don't we go try it again so i because i didn't want to believe that twitter and people I trusted and loved and respected would lie to me. Right, because every
2: time we mention we ain't got no Popeyes, they be like, "Dawg, you ain't got no Popeyes, you missing right. out." And they start talking about all this good ass shit. And then, mm-hmm. and then now I can I can quit getting pissed when that woman, black woman, come on talking about Louisiana fast. I'm like, right. "Bitch, you ain't here. I don't give a
1: damn." So finally, we go back, and uh, this time the line's not as long, but it's the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know. I want to get your best shot. You know, it's like, if, if, if you do anything. So people make mistakes. Sometimes you don't get someone's best shot. You, you know, you showed up. It was late. They probably were about to close. It's almost midnight. Yeah. The fries was cold. The, 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 biscuit was cold. Like you could tell that shit had been sitting there for an hour,
0: you know, <laughs> cause, like, cause,
1: cause everything else was gone. <laughs> yeah. Chicken tenders was lifeless and shit. So, uh, we went during the middle of the day and we got like, uh, three piece meal. We got red beans and rice because they had it. We got three pieces of chicken because they had it. Yes. Had, you know, like. They had everything on the menu. But one thing I can't say,
2: even though the drive through wasn't that crowded, but inside, people said that it was
1: packed inside. I was like, ooh. Yeah, I knew it was going to be good, though, because the night we went at midnight, a dude walked up to the window and ordered with no car. <laughs> yes, he did. And he was just standing on the side waiting. I was like, I don't even know what's happening right now. But anyway, we, uh. We got it yesterday and uh ate it for lunch and uh it was fucking delicious, man. It was yes. way better way better than that nighttime. I don't know what happened with the shift but um niggas yeah. tired
2: and ready to go home and then the thing about it is it's you know all jokes aside if they for them to run out of chicken they probably were jumping from the time. People walking in at nine o'clock in the morning, I'm like, can I have some goddamn three piece and three
1: piece dinner? So mm-hmm. they probably was jumping. So they was tired. They was like, I've been here all goddamn day. Well, I knew something was up that night because we ordered some fries and they just dumped fries in the box. Like they, like, <laughs> like the the meal we got yesterday, the fries fries was actually in a small bag. But the fri but the yeah. one we ordered the other day, it was just a fucking like half the box was just fries. I was like, they must have just been like Give them all the fries so we can tell people we out. Just give them all the fucking right. fries. I don't want to make another. If I see another no, fry. Yes. No, I'm not frying we, another motherfucking yeah, thing. Maybe if we tell them we have no sides, people will stop lining up to eat this cold chicken. Yes. Because we haven't made any chicken since 8 o'clock and they still coming. Yes, they are. So and I, then we'll order the chicken nuggets because they want something. Right. So that's what I figured. And uh yeah, it was delicious, man. Everybody was right. Um Now, I'll have to try them a few more times before I give them my Put them in my chicken rankings over I, Bojangles. I do like the
2: crunchiness, though. It like like mm-hmm. the the crunchiness. I, I like that.
1: Okay, I'm not. I prefer Bojangles at at this moment, but it could change. I have to try them a few more times. Yeah, because they
2: got the red beans and rice. I like now. I like that dirty rice good. better. You
1: know, yeah. I red, red beans and rice is good. I like dirty rice better too. But yeah, that was good. That 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 red beans and rice was good. Um, but uh, yeah, I had to try some more stuff on there. But uh, Bojangles is my is my groove. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, uh, next time
2: when they come out with the, shout out to Five Star, next time they come out with the chicken and waffles, I'll be able to get it next time. Versus, they did
1: have that Maple dipping sauce though. Yeah, and which that was, was
2: delicious. So now I won't have to sit and listen to hot Five Star getting angry mm-hmm. and doing the turn shit over because I can't try it.
1: JD said, what about churches? Yo, I like churches. I don't know who these people are that don't like churches, but that's, like, that is mutant chicken. You know what I'm saying? Yes, like it is. No, there's no chickens running around in the wild that is that big. Yeah, the, yeah, the, like, the, the thing
2: the thing about churches is that black folks run churches because uh, you go there. There's only, I don't know about all the churches, but they're the only chicken place I know unless you go to like your grandma's chicken shack. that you can order fried okra. Mm-hmm, you yeah. know, you can literally order like corn on the cob. Like you can literally order, you know, shit that you can't order from nowhere else.
1: And you know that, what the problem is with churches? Churches isn't finished. Like you have no. to go home and finish churches. Like churches is like, <laughs> it's like a chicken starter. Like, okay, now go home, put some pepper on this shit, get some high sauce. You're going to need some salt and pepper. Like you're going to like, you have to finish what churches started. As opposed to like other places where you get a finished chicken product, you can eat it in the, <laughs> ah. in the car on the way home. But churches is like, no, you gotta get home and cook this just right. So it's it's, it's yes. a little different.
2: And then the only thing I hate about uh churches is that you get them quarter size, little small, pop in your mouth biscuits. Them things are delicious, but they like the size of a fifty cent piece. hmm.
1: Yeah. I'm like this
2: is good. Somebody said somebody leaves. I've never had leaves.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. I see people. In- uh bringing up all this stuff uh, oh yeah and fuck kfc i'm not a big kfc fan period like uh, I, don't, I don't know man my baked chicken tastes better than that i feel like the slaves trolled uh colonel sanders when they set that shit up dog
2: yeah it's like this chicken ain't fried
1: yeah there's like put all the spices in fuck them fuck them girl just <laughs> put every spice in there they still in the recipe anyway they're gonna we ain't gonna get no money from it those spice that that the spices in kfc too strong it's too much um all right man um more news happened rick ross got arrested after a concert in north carolina oh shit that's right we did it y'all we finally got him oh it took us a while did did, did they say psych Uh, because you know he'll be committing no real crimes they tried to shoot him last time he was here in charlotte and uh they weren't able to kill him but uh we finally got him on a, a trumped up drug charge uh Actually, I wonder if Rick Ross is like happy when he gets arrested for a real crime. He's like, Yes.
2: Just going now, on my record, y'all. I told y'all I was okay. Told pin. y'all I was
1: a motherfucking criminal, niggas. Y'all didn't want to believe like, me. Like, nigga, you be out next week. What are you talking about? And I'm better than Big Boy, like Martin, Martin Hill said. <laughs> oh. Uh Greensboro Police Department spokeswoman Susan Danielson says that Ross was taken into custody Friday night after the Super Jam concert. Uh sounds like he got himself in a super jam. Oh, yes
2: he did.
1: She says a court had issued an uh, order for his arrest because he failed to appear in court on a previous misdemeanor marijuana charge. The rapper, whose real name is William L. Roberts, was taken into custody after his performance. Danielson says he was released on a $1,000 bail. Yeah, I like that they let him perform. It was like, make this money for the people. All right, now. Now go to jail.
2: Yeah, they didn't want to arrest him on stage.
1: Yeah, he probably wanted to be arrested on stage. It helped him with a reputation. Oh, it helped it out a lot. I told y'all I was being real. Told you. I I don't know what this charge is for, but I did it. Okay, guys? Just, ah! just please keep buying my music. I'm a real gangster rapper. Right. Um, A woman was charged with arson for setting a small fire to kill a spider.
2: Oh, she don't believe in bug spray?
1: Typical woman. Oh, she was, a, she was like, one of us got to go. Me, motherfucker, or you. I will burn this bitch down before you get out of here alive. A 34-year-old Hutchinson woman was arrested early Friday after five Hutchinson Fire Department units were called out about 1.36 a.m. Uh, to extinguish a small fire on her half of the duplex. Oh, her you, half? So you in a duplex, you about to burn everybody down. Wow. You about to burn everybody down because you don't own bug spray.
2: If anything, get your ass out of there and call, and call the, the property people and tell them to come and uh, spray their shit.
1: Yeah, burn it. it takes way more effort to start a fire right. than it takes than it takes to just like, you know, shoot a fucking uh some spray at it or hit it with a shoe.
2: Yeah, cause uh for uh yeah, cause uh Roger right, you know I don't play with no bugs, motherfucker. You don't pay rent here, so you cannot stay here. And uh I think one time I forgot, I don't know uh where this bug come from or what kind of bug it was. All I know is that I seen them climbing, I grabbed one bug spray he stopped, he kept going, so then I, I had, to I had to get my left hand and my right hand, and then that motherfucker started flying, he was on the ceiling, and I shot everywhere he went. I was that like, motherfucker, one of us got to go, and Roger came in the house, the house spake like, uh, somebody just, uh, Cracked open a uh, bug bomb and I was like, nope, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't stop fires. You will smell like bug spray for a few days, but I ain't going to start no fires.
1: And this is why sometimes you need a man around. Okay, guys, I know gender roles are very problematic <laughs> you better, cause, um, and uh, nobody likes to admit that shit, but yeah, I, I wouldn't have lit the fucking house on fire. I know that much. No, I wouldn't have lit the house on fire either. You must have been playing. I'm a survivor independent uh, women or some <laughs> shit. <'cause,
2: laughs> or something like me. Uh, I looked down on the ground one day in the uh bathroom, and uh, I was like, oh, my hair fell on the ground. And I reached down to, you know, pick the hair up and toss it in the trash can. That motherfucker started moving. I sprayed that shit so fast. I screamed first because I was like, fuck, hair don't move. But then <laughs> I sprayed that shit so fast. I don't stop fires. No, yeah. I I don't think it's to that extreme.
1: Yeah, I mean, I hate bugs, period. I, one day, I walked outside the apartment, and there was a bug on the wall at the apartment opposite from us, on the wall, like about... 15 feet from the door. Mm -hmm. I went back in the house, got bug spray, and killed that motherfucker. Because fuck you. It's not a game around here, okay? Catch you around here. It's a wrap. Yeah,
2: I'm sorry. We ain't Cloven Shirley. You got to die. We have no sympathy for them bugs.
1: Save that shit for Disney movies. Bugs Mm -hmm. are not adorable to me. Mm -hmm. Deputy Fire Chief Doug Hannon said in a press release, uh, the firefighters found light smoke coming from the woman's half of the duplex and some clothing smoldering just inside the doorway. They found, multi- you know, the spider would have lived anyway, somehow.
2: Right. They, uh, crawled through a
1: hole. The that, that spider probably left the scene of the crime. They found multiple other points of origin for the fire and brought it under control within minutes. Although no one was injured and there was no damage to the structure other than light smoke damage. Did they arrest the spider? I mean, Shit. The, the spider. Why would they arrest the spider? The spider I mean, didn't do anything. I
2: mean, but, but, you know, she panicking, going to burn shit down because of a spider. I need to see a spider. Uh,
1: so they, uh, arrested her, Guinea M. Griffith. Um, uh, she was charged with aggravated arson because the other half of the duplex was occupied. Wow. So, um, she, she didn't give, I'm sure she didn't give them a call and let them know, <laughs> hey, she guys. was setting
2: shit on fire.
1: Yeah, I'm about to set this motherfucking uh, house on fire. You might want to get your kids out. Uh, police summary of the incident said Griffith told officers that she used a cigarette lighter to set some towels on fire to kill the spider. Griffith was being held in Reno County Jail in seventy uh, seven, $7, $7, five of $7,500 bond. What was that? $7,500 $5, bond. Sorry. Did she not know how quick spiders move? Uh, Yeah, exactly. And. Yes. What was she gonna poison the spider next? Like, come on, man, just fucking smush it. Speaking of smushing things, a man was pinched by a scorpion in a box of bananas at Walmart. <gasps> mm-hmm. This is why I do not
2: buy um. Them them shits last like. 20 minutes like i don't Mm -hmm. know i can't speak for anybody else's walmart but the walmart above us i do not like their fresh fruits and vegetables you get that shit home put in the refrigerator put it on the counter and blink your eyes and shit is it spoiling
1: so mm -hmm. a man shopping at walmart in the south hills got more than more than a bargain while shopping for some bananas he got a pinch from a scorpion the man says a walmart representative told him even the fruit company was surprised that a scorpion would be able to survive The Long Journey in a Box of Bananas. Well, nigga, he did. Yeah. Which means
2: somebody didn't check. The scorpion person didn't check to make sure the scorpions went now.
1: Yeah. This was inspected by number six. You know, that that shit that you get. I wonder if that's what uh, was missing. It was like, this was inspected by, oh, number six took the day off. Uh, Sometimes you miss one. Um, It happened uh, at the Washington Pike store around 2 p.m. Wednesday. The man from the South Hills didn't want to be identified. Standing there in a state of disbelief, not really believing that a scorpion had just grabbed onto me in the Scotts Township. The man had his two-year-old and three-year-old children in the cart when he reached for a box of bananas and fell to pitch. Now, that's problem number one. You never reach for a box of bananas. Okay, that's why you don't shop at Walmart, because nothing in there comes in the right fucking packaging. They
2: they should come in bushels. Right. Or bunches.
1: Yeah, just a box of bananas. They could have been his child. Box of bananas, bag of cereal right you know what i mean box of wine these are a bucket of apple juice come on gotta go to harris Teeter, guys get your things in the right packaging i yanked my arm out and flung it and this scorpion flopped to the ground i was standing there in disbelief looking and there was another shopper there and people started to converge and sure enough it was a scorpion the south hills man threw a lid over it and quickly killed it he was uh, he wasn't seriously injured but did see a doctor to check it out. The man says the experience has made him think twice about reaching to a box of bananas again.
2: <laughs> well, I'm oh, sure it will. Or buying any produce from McDonald's. Mm-hmm. I mean not McDonald's, Lord have mercy. Not Walmart. McDonald's or Walmart shit. You might probably die for both.
1: He tried we reached out yeah, when I go to McDonald's and open up a Big Mac, I'm surprised over Scorpion doesn't hop out. <laughs> right. Because you go, this ain't no real meat. This is probably Scorpion meat. He reached out to Walmart late Wednesday night for comment, but did not hear back. The man says Walmart did offer to pay for his medical bills. So that's more than they do their employees. You know, right. that's come
2: up. And the only reason why is because they like the police don't sue us.
1: Yeah. Scorpion and bananas. I didn't even know they like that. Like, is that where scorpions hang out? I thought scorpions hang out in the desert and shit. Mm -mm, the shit that might where they be where
2: they got them motherfuckers from
1: yeah banana scorpions sound like the scariest shit ever man right I love bananas I don't know I might be checking my bananas from now on too yeah and it looks like the creature from aliens shit like that's what I was afraid of it's like oh it's the shit from aliens (laughs) right get the hell away from me Mm Mm-hmm. but uh yeah so it's dead uh the obamas joined spike lee in celebrating the 25th anniversary of do the right thing isn't that awesome karen I guess so. They released a statement about it and everything. Is, is that important? It's very important, Karen. It's do the right thing. Um let's see if I can play the uh, but, uh, <laughs> Spike and all of you on the twenty fifth
3: anniversary of do, right uh, okay. do the
1: Right. Yeah, there is uh Michelle and, and Barry. And uh they it's at a screening for Do the Right Thing on the twenty fifth anniversary and they came on the screen and uh they said that hey we're celebrating it with all of y'all on the 25th anniversary of do the right thing. That's
2: a good thing.
1: Mm-hmm. And, but I uh, know they
2: was mad.
1: Well, I, I didn't even look in the comment section. I don't want to know. Um, but I'm assuming comment section alert for uh, <laughs> for anything involving the Obamas and Spike Lee. Because <laughs> that's got to be an all-time them mad uh, mm. moment. You know what of I mean? Of course. Like you you definitely want to avoid like any political website that discusses this, um, yeah, you know, just in case. Cause, uh, you don't want to know what, what people really fucking think. Yeah.
2: And the thing about it is that this is a way of Michelle and, um, Barack Barack Obama letting everybody know that uh, we black y'all and Mm -hmm. people get mad when you acknowledge that you are black.
1: Yep. There's other movies that came out, but they didn't mean as much to black people. So you won't see the president and the first lady talking about those. Mm-mm. Sorry, because they black, y'all. You mad? Be mad. Um <laughs> But I'm not. Yeah. But uh if they could just get Spike Lee to make another, you know, watchable movie, though, that would be nice.
0: Uh oh, I tried yes. to watch
1: his remake of Old oh Boy, and um Oh Boy, that was terrible. It was horrendous. Um, the original was way better. I don't know what fucking movie Josh Rowland thought he was in or Elizabeth Olsen. Like, I can't believe Elizabeth Olsen got naked for this movie, but it wasn't a movie for that, bruh. Amer- American directors need to stay the fuck away from these foreign films and remaking them because they're never as good. Ever. ever. And they don't let the director take as many chances as the originals because of the American sensibilities. Right. So it's, it's Bessie. I haven't
2: seen that entire movie, but I started to see it. And it's, and it's a movie that you watch, and you're like, wow. And you go, this would never do well in America. Like, um, the what was it? The girl with the iron tattoo or something like that. like The dragon tattoo. The dragon tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, I seen the original ones on Netflix. They were good. Mm-hmm and um i never seen the remake cuz i was like they going to americanize everything and when we americanize shit we strip it down we make pointless love interests we step away from the violence or either we make the violence where it's not the same it's it's just uh, rarely is an american made movie better than a foreign made movie especially if the foreign made movie was originated there
1: mhm um a true blood okay so on true blood the other day we did uh, that blood to recap i remember when i asked justin i was like hey man did um did like change the actor that played um uh jessica's boyfriend they did change the actor it is a different dude okay apparently that dude quit over the true blood gay content okay <laughs> was he shocked now, I remember in that scene, I was like, there seems to be some odd sexual tension between, uh, Lafayette and, uh, that, that character. And I was thinking, like, maybe it's, you know, just because Lafayette has that kind of chemistry with everybody, like that character is so, like, sexually charged, you know? But it turns out that the guy quit because there was gonna be, like, some gay sex scenes between them at some point, or he would have to do gay stuff. And honestly, like, the show has, in a very funny way, kind of, like, tastefully avoided a lot of gay sex stuff, like, with two dudes anyway. Okay. Like, they'll always do, like, cutaway right before they kiss or, um, okay. you know, they would make it seem like, oh, I'm about to suck your dick. And then they do a whole lot of talking before they go to the next scene, you know, like, it's the, the threat of it. But they've never, like, really had, like, two dudes like, go to town on each other. Okay. Because, you know, I think America's still a uh, big squeamish about all that shit. Yes, they are. Well, this dude quit, man. Um, it says, at the time of last Sunday's season premiere of True Blood, its last ever, the most controversial thing about the episode seemed to be viewers' inability to decide if it was brilliant or horrible. It was horrible. for whatever yeah. For whatever reason, the mainstream turned on the show in a big way around season four, and every subsequent year has inspired more and more vitriol. But a long view of the series shows that it began as a frequently laughable exercise in insanity, and has never wavered from that mission. Okay, this person, Price Peterson, is obviously a protectionist of this fucking show. Okay, that's cool. That's cool, dog. I agree. It was silly, uh, but it, can we just admit it got sillier? It got to a point where people just felt they're, you know, they just make shit up. Next week, and it doesn't really uh, have to have anything to do with the week before. Because mm-hmm. we-
2: they don't even have the same writers they started the show with, do they? I don't
1: know. I don't think they do. I can't tell. But a long view of the series shows it was always silly, so whatever. So those claims matter. How restrained? Uh, no matter how restrained, tense, and intimate this final season promises to be. So fine. Anyway, you didn't come in for a critical essay about how one of TV's top rated shows devolved into an under underdog story. You you came in for the first... Okay, man. Can we get to the fucking... The point of your Jesus story? Jesus Christ, buddy. What is going on with you? And a truly good piece of report in BuzzFeed's, Louis Pe- Peisman busted wide open the case of Luke Grimes, the actor who joined season six as James, Jessica's high cheekbone, brooding loner boyfriend in the vampire concentration camp, Tons of eyebrows were raised last December when reports suffered that that Grimes had left the production. His highest profile role to date over creative differences. But now we know what those creative differences might have been. The True Blood writers were refashioning James as not only a love interest for Jessica but also a love interest for Lafayette. So, yeah, because he in his story, he talks kind of about this vampire that rescued him when he was almost dead in this town and all this stuff. And there's like this kind of like maybe something happened there maybe something different and it was a dude vampire that saved him and i'm sure they'll get into it later but there's i i did maybe he could be bisexual or something okay and uh the way that he had sex with uh jessica at first was under duress he was forced to have sex in the concentration camp so that they could study vampires and all this stuff about him so in a truly retrograde bit of homophobia grimes decided that playing a gay or Really, bisexual role was unacceptable, whereas playing a blood-sucking demon and occasionally murderer was totally fine. Also, before anybody claims that Grimes was right to walk away from the role, when he wasn't given fair warning about the character's sexuality shift, remember that this is True Blood, one of the gayest shows of all time, and one in which almost every vampire character becomes bisexual over time. Both of the show's male heroes have had some same-sex dalliances, Bill Compton in fantasy sequences, Eric Northman in actual sexual intercourse with the man he intended to murder. So, yeah, gay stuff is never not in the cards for true blood. Anyway, Grimes publicly, publicists informed Pikesman that Grimes' exit was almost entirely due to scheduling issues. But, of course, his publicists would say that, meanwhile, in 2014, the career panic homophobia continues to thrive in Hollywood. Very cool So um yeah man that um uh, dude quit because he was like i'm not gay i'm not doing any gay stuff and what's funny is someone sent this to me on twitter to the show twitter mm-hmm. and i just retweeted it i didn't say a word i didn't come down with a position and all of a sudden like people were all up in the mentions of the show
2: that sure lit it, i didn't pay no attention but they mm-hmm. were sure lighting it up i was like whatever that
1: is that's a hot topic yeah so they were like so he's a homophobe because he won't do such and such like you're an actor okay women do shit like this all the time Where hey this role is you gotta kiss this chick Mm -hmm. if you're an actor and you want to believe you're portraying this other person then you just fucking do it you know if you're uncomfortable doing it i understand you know and this is the end for you you're not forced to do it but people are going to judge you and and how much you really care about acting by the fact that you just like, I'm not doing that shit.
2: Yep. And you have to deal with the consequences of people saying you won't do the road and you go, okay, I, I that's why I draw my line. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. So, you know, whatever, man, they, I don't really uh, care one way or the other, but I just thought that was uh kind of funny. That's why he lost the job or that's why the job changed. Um, you remember how we talked about Maleficent the other day Mm-hmm. and, I was like, you know, I think we both kind of came down inside of like, you know, if this shit is a, a rape allegory that they're putting in there, most kids won't pick up on it. Mm-mm. So it could be something that's exclusively for adults. Which, you know, if that's what they're doing, that's what they're doing. But you know, I don't know uh, if that's. I would like to see the the actors and the the, the writers kind of come out and say something like that before I allege anything like that because. I think it's important that stuff like that be done on purpose and that's how you get credit for it. Well, someone else decided that to make their, um, the point even better. Artist St. Hoax recently found out that one of her closest friends was raped by her father at age seven. So she made these disturbing posters, uh, appropriately titled princess diaries and the purpose of the series is to encourage victims to report their attackers, 46% 46% of minors who are raped are victims of family members, the posters read. It's never too late to report your attack. And then it's all the Disney princesses being kissed by their fathers. What does... I don't understand the relationship. Uh, yeah, like it's more like, is this really gonna make people come forward or is it gonna just be like, shocking and everybody's gonna be like what the fuck is this incest shit you just threw on
2: my tv my tv right. or whatever or whatever you know? i'm looking at yeah
1: because like i was looking now i was just like this is just more disturbing than anything like i don't see it as a thing that maybe will maybe that's maybe this is the thing that encourages someone i just can't see someone being like i'm encouraged to come come out now as a person that this happened to because This poster of Ariel being kissed by the King of the Sea.
2: Yeah, and there's there's nothing in it that looks forced.
1: Yeah, it looks kind of forced. They have their eye. The girl has her eyes open in each one, but it's still weird. You know what I mean? Very. It's very weird. And then, and and then the
2: context. What did he say? Come over here, girl. Let me kiss you. Like yeah. if I'm in the contest. that's why I'm saying it doesn't look forced because I've seen all of these in that one period of time that he look over there. be like, hey bitch, come over here and give me a kiss. And mm. Disney has never done that.
1: No, no, she drew these.
2: She drew. Uh,
1: yeah, that she makes drew sense because I'm be looking right. like
2: I've seen all these cartoons and I've never seen none yeah. of this.
1: And now I don't know what Disney's gonna say about it. Yeah, because I mean, I'm you do at, this with Disney, is that I don't is know. that legal? Mickey Mouse be on it, you don't get a lawsuit for Mickey. Hoax told HuffPost Entertainment that. When she heard of her friend's abuse, she knew she had to take a- action. That story shocked me to my core, she wrote in the email. As an artist slash activist, I decided to shed light on that topic again in a new form. I use Disney Princess because it's a visual language that t- my targeted audience will be attracted to.
2: That and for the fact that Disney is not going to let you uh, uh trash their product that they work hard to put up. So... Baby, if this shit trends, believe you me, Mickey Mouse uh, lawyers is going to come see your ass with them ears on it and everything.
1: Now, me personally, I want to see her do more with this. Okay? I want to see domestic violence involving Disney princesses. Okay? Racism. You know, crimes. I want to see all that stuff. Now, Some of that stuff Disney handles
2: very well Mm -hmm.
1: in a jokeful manner. But, you know. No, I want to see it for real. I want this lady to do it. I want to see just pictures of, like you know area with a black eye and a busted lip and and then like the the dude that she was in love with like holding his fist you know like yeah i did that because that's what we need to do to spread awareness of domestic violence karen mm-hmm. disney princesses need to be beaten up
2: versus yeah because you could how
1: dare you talk to your children about this stuff right
2: like an adult yeah
1: that would be too much we, like we,
2: parenting which all them silly
1: cartoons Uh, GOP hopeful my public masturbation fetish and felonies were bad ideas. Hmm. Jordan D. Haskins, candidate for Michigan legislature, wants everyone to know conservatives embrace imperfect people, too. So let him explain his multiple felony convictions for breaking into government vehicles, disconnecting the spark plugs and jerking off while the engines were cranked. I have dreams and I want to make a difference, says Haskins, the Republican candidate. I know you do with dreams in a heavily Democratic House district. But don't tell him about the odds. He probably can't hear you anyway, since he's still on parole until just before Election Day in November. In the Saginaw News, you said, Haskins' criminal charges stem from trespassing on private and public property in four cases from April 2010 to January 2011, when he was sent to prison. As part of the break-ins, he started the vehicles to facilitate an uncommon sexual fetish Haskins called cranking in interviews with police.
2: Oh, shit.
1: I was just a lonely, angry kid at the time, he said. If anything, I could be put on the world's dumbest criminals. Haskins said he was drawn to criminal behavior for the thrill. I was bored. It was a rush. The young man apparently racked up up a bunch of juvenile raps as well. A lengthy list of sentences to prison, county jail, and probation for offenses Haskins committed from 2006, 2007, 2008, 2009. Mostly auto and theft related. But after a move to North Carolina from North Carolina to Michigan, things got a little out of hand. Haskins admitted to police that on both occasions he broke into the yard where vehicles were parked. Incident reports from Saginaw County Sheriff's Department show. He said he pulled spark plug wires on Sheriff Mosquito Control and other vehicles parked there. Jordan would remove the spark plug wires, sit in the car and masturbate while the motor was sparkling and making noises. Haskins was charged with additional misdemeanor offenses related to a third incident at mosquito control property in October, 2010. According to that incident report, Haskins again said he de he damaged county vehicles by pulling the spark plug wires to masturbate while cranking the engine. Deputy said he told them the act is a sexual fetish. He learned about online. How do, do you learn about that online? For one, I,
2: I don't know. And then two,
1: decide is for you.
2: I um, don't know, and uh, you did it with spark plugs, I'd be scared I get electrocuted.
1: mm-hmm,
2: uh, maybe that's just me, yes,
1: yeah, just you can,
2: yeah, you mess with electricity and shit, no, thank you, oh my,
1: oh wow, somebody there's already pictures of um Disney princesses being beaten by their oh wow, so that thing I made up exists.
2: You know what, one thing about the internet, and we was joking about it yesterday when we went to go see Asian Christian, his wife, about anything that anybody can think of, I can guarantee you it's out there somewhere.
1: Yeah, wow. So, yeah, you can already see Disney princesses being beaten up. Oh, well, good job, America.
2: Didn't see that one coming. Good job.
1: Um. Anyway, um. so uh, according to police reports, Haskins said he jumped the fence at the city Saginaw parking lot. Um January 7, 2011 he told sheriff's deputies in a later interview that he went joyriding in the parking lot and masturbated in a city police cruiser and city pickup on January 24th according to police Hassan jumped to chain link fence and opened a garage door at uh, some address where he drove a truck on the grounds he told police to give police reports say he admitted to listening to the engine idle and masturbating I would, I would hate to be the person that found that shit in the morning right. is this sperm on my seat you come out there, your spark plugs What's all my toad pieces. Plugs. Why won't my shit start? Oh, the sperm bandit is struck again? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Did he get the spark plugs? Give me DNA testing on the spark plug. Right or now. Mm-hmm. Horatio show up and shit? Yes. Sounds like someone was getting their engines revved. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Um... The three values that make up the oh yeah so he's now running for that's how we started this he's now a GOP hopeful he's running for office, a few years older and wiser after a 20 month stretch in state prison Haskins is spark plug free, uh, like a diesel engine he says, he's found my niche my passion in conservative politics, of course he'd be a conservative, the three values that make up my stool of con- conservation is conservatism. Our faith, family, and freedom, he says. And I believe that many of the citizens of Saginaw share those same values. There you go, guys. Vote for, uh, the masturbating spark plug dude. Mm-mm. Um, cause that dude is obviously, uh, somebody that you want to support. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I want to put his picture in the chat because he might fuck around and
2: win. Who knows? Uh,
1: he might win. Yeah. I mean, it is Michigan after all. Um, I just like that his picture has the look of a dude that masturbates in cars. Um, cause you just, you know, like, it's like you don't know it till you see it, but then you see it, like you go, Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, that makes about, sense. About right. Yeah. That makes a hundred percent sense. Um, so we talked a while ago about, uh, that other dude who, um, his name is Mark Mayfield, the Mississippi Tea Party leader who was arrested on conspiracy charges. He killed himself. Wow. Yeah. Um, Mayfield was arrested in May for conspiring with political activist Clayton Kelly and high school soccer coach Richard Sager to photograph, uh, Ted Cochran's wife, uh, Thad Cochran's wife. Yeah, because uh, her a nursing home.
2: Yes, I remember this. And I was like, why the fuck would you do that?
1: They were going to use the video to as, uh, use the photo as part of an anti Cochran video. Cochran has been accused by extreme conservatives at Red State and elsewhere of abandoning his ailing elder, his wife for his younger assistant. The photo presumably was supposed to illustrate that claim. Kelly, an aspiring political blogger, allegedly took the photo. Mayfield's role in the scandal was still being investigated at the time of his death. He was 57. I'll just say, man, anybody that it's always a bad sign when your co-conspirator kills himself in these conspiracy things. Mm-hmm. Now you might get off, okay? Cuz you won't have enough evidence. But it's always that like, yeah, y'all must have did that. Why else would you kill yourself? Right. You know, like a lot of times people do that kind of stuff, so cuz they don't want to deal with the consequences of the mm-hmm. shit they did. Yep. So uh yeah, man. Um dude killed himself, man. As part of this and the conspiracy just seems so petty and stupid. Right. You know, like, I'm going to kill myself. Uh But the thing I originally did was just for, you know, a political ad, like, to talk shit about a dude. Just weird. Um, Another GOP candidate, Representative Frank Lucas, won his primary in Oklahoma on Tuesday, but one of his opponents is pretty sure the real Frank Lucas died three years ago. Mm. Yep. Tim Murray wrote a letter announcing his plan to contest Lucas's win, explaining that it is widely known that Representative Frank D. Lucas is no longer alive and has been displayed by look like. Oh,
2: can he prove the dude's dead?
1: Care. This person's probably crazy. <laughs> okay. I
2: don't know. So like, this <laughs> makes no sense. This
1: person is probably crazy. The eyes of. A man dying being replaced by a lookalike and no one noticing but him Something are so wrong. low that I have to roll with this dude's gotta be crazy. A hundred percent. Murray Where's alleges certificate. Murray alleges that Lucas was executed in Ukraine in two thousand eleven and has since been replaced okay. by a body double according to KFOR. Yeah, yeah. You're Lucas told KFOR he's never been to the Ukraine. Many things have been said about me, said to me uh In the course of all my campaigns, this is the first time I've ever been accused of being a body double or a robot.
0: Yeah, yeah. What are you working on now? Well, Uh, I'm working on... You're used to seeing Congressman Frank Lucas on the campaign commercials.
3: Right, Frank? That's right.
0: But his opponent this election, Tim Murray, isn't buying that this guy is the real deal.
3: It does come as kind of a shock to read... That you're not you.
0: Murray brings it up in his letter announcing his plans to contest Lucas's election, writing, It is widely known, Representative Frank D. Lucas is no longer alive and has been displayed by a lookalike. We called Murray numerous times after he sent News Channel for the letter. He's calling to talk about the press release you sent out. He did not return any of our messages, but his campaign website goes into detail about his theory that Lucas was hanged, executed by the world court on or about January 11, 2011, in Ukraine.
3: I've never been to the Ukraine.
0: For the past 20 years, Lucas has been in Congress, and he's faced Murray in past elections.
3: He was the Democratic nominee for Congress two years ago. Uh, This time he chose to run as a Republican.
0: On Tuesday, 5% of Oklahomans voted for Murray. Lucas won, but since Murray believes Lucas is a fake, he wants those votes.
3: Many things have been said about me, said to me in the course of all my campaigns. This is the first time I've ever been accused of being a body double or a robot.
0: Like the election? You decide, Oklahoma.
1: (laughs) I like that, Charlie ass. You decide, Oklahoma. but uh, yeah, 5% of people were still
2: like, I vote for your ass anyway.
1: Right, five percent of people voted for the dude that thinks the opponent is a robot.
2: Um, I have a question. Uh-huh. Uh, was his name above the other man's name? Is that why they got that five percent because too many people just didn't yeah, it look was at alphabetical the, order. Yeah, too many people didn't look at the one right below it.
1: Uh, I, Timothy Ray Murray, am a human born in Oklahoma and obtained and continue to fully meet requirements to serve as U.S. Representative. Uh, when honored to do so I will never use a lookalike to replace my message to you or anyone else's as both the other Republican challengers have so not just the other dude both of his opponents have been replaced by robots Karen both and 5.2% of people said this is the guy I want to make decisions Mm -hmm. for me Right. we have no hope how did This is the one time. You should get 0% of the vote. Maybe 0.01% because a couple people thought it was a goof. Uh,
2: yes. 5%, 5% of people? That Really? Mean you had people just was paying no attention. Not even following. They was like, I don't like you. I just vote for the other person.
1: They should plant fake people like this in every election just to weed out the dummies. And then if you vote for them, the next time, your vote doesn't count. Like, your vote just goes into... Huh? Like it go like you like we let you vote, but then your vote just like goes into the like uh purgatory. The abyss. Yeah, like the like the these guys are people that write Jesus in on the ballot for every election. Yeah, they gotta go, okay? Because it's it's a waste of a vote and it's stupid, and your vote shouldn't count.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what if what if that's the people who get into heaven? That what if that's the test? It's like jesus comes and it's like uh listen heaven is pretty damn full we don't have a lot of space so what we, we all decided we to all do that capacity the only people that can get into heaven is if you voted for me for president now how many of y'all wrote in on your ballots jesus oh you all thought it was some kind of joke you all laughed at these people well guess what they're getting in and you're not Ah, okay, because I'm president of heaven. I don't know if you read the book. have anybody informed but you. But I run shit up here. All of it. The rest of you guys apparently would rather have uh, Barack Obama. So why don't you guys <laughs> go hang out with him? All right, we're all going up to heaven. Come on, guys. Let's go. And then, then they touch y'all, y'all thought we was crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I told you. I told you. I told you Jesus was the president. And then they dance their asses up to heaven. hmm It would be Jesus and like five people and shit. Come on, humans, we're going. But I wrote in Allah. That wasn't close enough. Not the same. Jesus or nobody else. But yeah, so. Um Uh Scandal. hmm Uh they have scandal inspired clothing coming to the limited.
2: I know they do, cause honey, she be fist in them outfits and them shoes. I don't even watch the show, but her
1: outfits be on point. Olivia Pope's style, uh, signature style is coming to the limited. Carrie Washington and scandal costume designer Lynn Paolo have developed a new fashion line for retailer inspired by, for the retailer inspired by Shonda Rhimes' hit TV series. The collection set to debut in stores and online is on September 22nd uh marks the first design collaboration between national retail and a top rated network tv show is costume designer and a star so mm, take that america by creating a line inspired by the show we are introducing a collection that embodies the elegance and power of the scandal aesthetic for the real life gladiators and everyday fashionistas Mm
0: -hmm.
1: washington said in a statement the collection is a nod to our devoted fans, to fans of fashion, and to women everywhere who are inspired to boldly pursue their passions and look good while doing it.
2: It's a smart move because so many people on social media rave about her clothes, rave about mm-hmm. her shoes, even her hair. So it's just one of those things where you have a market of women that's basically indirectly saying, "If y'all put the shit out there, I buy it." Why don't you tap into that market?
1: Mm-hmm. Scandal clothes. It's it's smart. The Yes collection will be sold. Um, yeah, that's what it needs to be called. <laughs> the whole team took great care of writing a collection that reflects Olivia Poe's Janique style. Lots of white hats. Lots of white in there. She loves white. We believe the collection tells a story of confidence and professional sophistication as well as maintains a strong feminine point of view. Uh The Fall collection and limited first Hollywood collaboration includes tops, pants, jackets, and outerwear. While prices start at forty nine forty nine dollars, which is cheap, but mm-hmm. well, still the limited, Karen. But it's not. I wouldn't say cheap, but it's not. It shouldn't be. It should, It won't kill you, right? But that's, and that's it that. It starts at forty nine. okay.
2: that's why I say which is
1: cheap. It starts at forty nine. Yes, which so means you don't know which, what the type. You don't know that might be a hat.
2: Which means it could go up. I completely mm-hmm. understand okay. that, but for women there are some places you go in where it starts at $500. So when okay. I said this is cheap, it's on the it's it's like we're going to get it where the everyday person can buy it. You can spend more if you desire to, mm-hmm. but we're not going to put it cuz most of that designer shit you you be going on the like, "Yeah, you can dress here for, you know, your whole outfit is $125, then the real outfit is 5,000." Not the same. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. All right. Um Living the design head Elliot Staples said our collection evokes the striking and aspirational style that has been synonymous with the scandal brand and its heroine, Olivia Pope. Bringing a quintessential neutral palette together with soft feminine color, the collection is often driven while remaining easy to mix and match, creating effortlessly modern and powerful looks.
2: Yeah, cause women's clothes can be very, very expensive. Men's mm-hmm. clothes can be high too. People have if you want high quality of men's clothes, you are gonna spend some money too. I'm surprised they ain't have no men's suit collection, cause you know them men be dressing fierce too. And men watch the show as much as people act like they don't. Men watch the show too, so you know they come out with a men's collection. But it's kind of different though when it when it comes to to men's clothes, women's clothes, and marketing
1: it towards them. hmm I'm just saying, if you work in any corporate situation. With a lot of sisters, it's gonna be crazy. Okay. Get used to a lot of women coming to work wearing the same outfit. It's gonna happen. Yes, it is. Like, girl, that's a, you you shop the Olivia. We gotta get our we gotta get this coordinated. We can't I, be wearing I'm the same, the the same, same thing day. on the same day. Now mm-hmm. white the white pants is my white pants Monday, that's me. Okay. You can have white skirt Thursday. Mm-hmm. Olivia don't really wear skirts. Um Fire black employee Sues Paint Company over racist paint names.
2: <laughs> what days did they use?
1: <laughs> well, I think you know what this means. We just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time for fucking with black people. The game where we get fucked with and then we score from 0 to 100 intervals of 25. Today's contestant, a paint company. A black man in New Jersey has filed a lawsuit against his former employer, Benjamin Moore Paints, which he says named one of his paint colors after him and then fired him when he complained. (laughs) Ah. Clinton Tucker, who manages online sales for Benjamin Moore, which is owned by the conglomerate Berkshire Hathaway, Said he was bothered by the names of several of the company's paint colors Clinton Brown or Tucker Choc- Chocolate and Confederate Red. <gasps> Being a black man named Clinton Tucker, the plaintiff found this to be extremely racially offensive, raised a complaint. Tucker claims that the company executive management were uh, aware of his displeasure with the color names, but failed to take his complaint seriously and then terminated allegedly unlawfully him in 2014, March. Tucker worked on a project to create a new line of paint colors. One of the shades was given the name Tucker chocolate. The company already had a color named Clinton Brown. A coworker pointed out the names of the two paint colors, which together contained Tucker first and last name and thought it was funny. According to the lawsuit, Mm. Tucker found it to be repulsive. Coupled with Tucker chocolate, it was racially offensive and demeaning to Clinton Tucker Tucker claims that in a meeting in which employees were asked about their favorite Benjamin Moore colors, he turned to a supervisor and said, well, you know, my least favorite colors. The colleague then spoke up and said, if you think that is bad, what about Confederate red? Confederate red is another Benjamin Moore paint. Whose name seamless, seemingly references the Southern side of the U S of war. Despite Mr. Tucker's repeated complaints and protestations to Benjamin Moore management about those appalling racial color names. No action was ever taken um, Tucker made other allegations including that the company was a toxic work environment and hostile to minorities Tucker who identifies himself in the suit as a homosexual claims that since he started the company in 2011 it was clear he was not part of the traditional culture of the company um, or since he started at the company okay. approximately 10 of Benjamin Moore's New Jersey headquarters employees were black and only one was homosexual the 34-year-old Tucker, who had nine years of work experience in online retail marketing, also says that the company denied him promotions and opportunities for growth while promoting whites. His boss ignored an email Tucker sent requesting to be able to take off work to celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. Day. The it almost at this point, like you wonder if he started building up his lawsuit because that's the kind of thing I would do. Once I realized, like, oh, these motherfuckers are racist, mm-hmm. homophobic, and I'm assholes, keeping,
2: I'm going keeping to I'm I'm...
1: start doing shit so that they can get on record. Hey, man, I want to take Martin Luther King off uh for Martin Luther King. You know, like, instead of just, I want to take January 19th off or whatever it was, is, uh yeah, I want to take off MLK Day. I'm requesting right now. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, so you know how we feel about that. Mm-hmm. So you want to put that in writing? Then I can't do it. The request was ignored and the director of digital marketing just mockingly smirked at the plaintiff on oh, Martin Luther King holiday. Oh, you're the worst kind of asshole. Because y'all purposely ignored him and forced him to come to work. Following the incident, Tucker alleges that he was demoted and given fewer responsibilities while white coworkers were given promotions. Tucker claims he was unlawfully terminated in March 2014. His claim accuses Benjamin Moore of discrimination, a hostile work environment, and retaliation, and seeks compensatory, uh, compensatory and punitive damages. The Daily Caller contacted Tucker's attorney, Charles Schalk, to clarify the accusations. Yes, the accu- allegation is the colors were named after my client. On his website, Benjamin Moore describes Tucker Chocolate as capturing the 1798 color requested by St. George Tucker from his home facing courthouse green. This deep brown is a class is a classic and understated. Benjamin Moore Paints uh did not return the DC's request for comment. So what do you think? Karen Zero to a hundred Yeah um I get that a hundred. A hundred? All right. Mm-hmm. Um yeah this is kind of for me personally I'm gonna give it a fifty cause it's no i'm gonna give it 75 because it's that subversive like you can't really prove it racism you know what i mean mm-hmm. that he's getting and it's like the it's so infuriating mm-hmm. um i don't want to give it a hundred but um because i would have liked to see like what they said yeah, and we didn't get that in this article because they didn't true. Even respond. Mm-mm. But I would have loved to see them be like, "I don't see the problem with it." Like that would have made it a hundred. In, in the chat room,
2: coming up with names: nighttime nigga black, <laughs> right? <laughs> wet spit Glosser, <laughs> moon crooked maroon, <laughs> right? So, so they coming up with some of yeah. their
1: uh, creative names: wet back brown and shit like that. Ah! Yeah, I can see it. I can see it happening. Uh oh, nigga purple lip. Yeah, right. Um, Watermelon brown—that's what they do—is they name it after stereotypes. But it's brown, you know. Menthol cigarette black. Ah. Like that's not menthol cigarettes ain't black. Coke Forty Five gold. Right? Aren't they? Aren't they? Um, All right. uh, Let's play our other game. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right. It's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcasts. And we'll reread or play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. And the chat room is racist. Uh, but yeah, the paint man, that was bad. Um, yeah,
2: that honey, they coming up with some good names. The
1: channel was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Guy should be here live. If you never get to catch it live, you fucked up, then didn't you? Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if I can play this video. Anyway, there's a nanny that apparently refuses to move out of this family's house.
0: Mm-hmm. who, allegedly just won't move out of a house. A California family hired her to help with their three kids. Now the family says she refuses to work and she also just won't leave. ABC's Ryan Owens has the story.
3: How do you like that, mom? Snack time at this California home may look normal enough until... I'm not going to let her eat my food. Yes, that's a bike lock to keep the nanny away. I'm a
0: prisoner in my home.
3: For nearly a month, the Bracamonte family says they've been trying to lock out their live-in nanny from their house east of Los Angeles. But they say 64-year-old Diane Stretton refuses to leave, claiming she's a legally protected tenant. Did you have any idea it was so hard to kick somebody out of your house?
0: No. because. I've seen it happen so many times. People say, get out.
3: Stratton moved in in March after responding to this Craigslist ad seeking a nanny in exchange for free room and board. The arrangement worked for a few months, but that's when mom says she quit helping around the house and spent nearly all day locked behind this door. And if I want to see this room, you won't let me inside. We can't let you inside. This is now... By court, by law, this is her domain. Stratton wouldn't return our calls, but watch what happened when KCBS was rolling as the father served her with court papers Wednesday night. Why won't you leave? They've asked you to leave. Why won't you leave? The family said they've gone to court demanding she leave, but the nanny is fighting back, and apparently she likes to sue.
0: 16,
3: 17, 18. Diane Stratton's name is listed on dozens of civil lawsuits across Southern California.
0: I think that she
3: actually spends her day trying to ruin people's lives, and misery loves company. They may be miserable for a while. The eviction process could take months.
0: You feel victimized.
3: Until then, the bike lock stays on the fridge.
0: I know it does.
3: For Good Morning America, Ryan Owens, ABC News upland california
0: it's scary and it's why you have to do your homework it's crazy to look yeah, too. Makes no A little sense. background check never hurt anybody
1: Ooh. all right so guess the race of uh <clears throat> diane Stretton who is uh the nanny who won't leave the house of uh, uh of this 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 lovely family um uh that she was you know working for, and now you have to evict her like you can't even just you know what I mean like you like now it's become a a process mm-hmm. uh, and apparently she went into hiding after this, but then she was spotted hiding in the car at a police station, so wow, and then she's litigious, like google her name, dog like you're gonna let this person take care of your baby without even a Google okay. search to see if she was suing everybody. Yep. gentrification isn't supposed to work this way white knows the law in the most entitled of ways white they thought she was Mary Poppins so they didn't do a background check she's white white people love suing and I'm telling you I'm not going but white says just basically <laughs> manifest destiny she sounds like Michael Keaton in Pacific Heights confederate flag white, white nanny McPhee white take back our country tea party white press not choosing a side white the one with all the privilege white privilege mary poppins white she claimed a land that was already occupied for her own that is the epitome of whiteness so everybody's going white um what if she just is uh the estranged father trying to see his kids okay so he just decided to dress up as a nanny and not leave could be like mrs doubtfire uh, The best shooter at the pickup game, white. The correct answer is white. Everyone got it. And and what would happen if
2: she was suggested by one of your friends?
1: Mm-hmm. Would you be
2: so livid? We can't be friends no more.
1: Yeah.
2: I, I Yeah, I I got to goddamn lock my food, lock my cabinet, lock everything, shut everything down in the goddamn house.
1: Mm-hmm won't leave that's the worst kind of nanny right miss won't get out fire
0: at all um
1: can't put this fire out Mm -hmm. uh all right uh let's go to the bonus round because we have something we have to do soon so uh get my bonus round here Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. It's double the points, double the race. Time for the bonus round of Guess the Race, where everything's worth double the points, double the racism. I mean, come on. How many times do we got to do this? All right. Chat room's all one for one. Let's see if they get this next one. Um, this is just a sad one. And I'm sure it makes a lot of people angry. Um, uh, but a. Dude left his kid in his car and, um, the, his kid died in a hot, hot car. Mm-hmm. So the mother came out and was like, I'm not mad at him at all. Uh, it's fine. Um, because later they found out the dude had searched like on Google for how to kill his kid, like oh. in a hot car. Oh. Yeah. So then now the mother is being arrested. Yeah, she also researched the child child's deaths inside of hot vehicles on her car. Like, Google is telling on all y'all. I don't know what kind of parameters they're using. If they're just putting the first letter of everything into your old Google searches. No, and it's not. auto-populating in with how, like, they just put H. Like, I feel like that's how they catch a lot of criminals now. They just go to your computer, go to Google.com, and they just type H. And then it out of feels like how to kill my wife and get away with you it. It's what? like,
2: there you go. No, I, I found out that, um, your cell phone actually, uh, admits and connects to a lot of different shit. And your cell phone actually, uh, tells Google all this information. So Google don't have to search hard. Like it automatically Google, Google knows.
1: Yep. I guess so. Well, um, WSB TV obtained a new police search warrant Sunday morning in the case of Ross Harris and the Cobb father accused of leaving his son in his car. On Saturday, Warren stated that Harris told police he researched the child's deaths inside vehicles because he was fearful it could happen to his son. According to Sunday's warrants, Harris's wife, Liana, Also, made similar statements to police about researching car deaths and how they occur. Police used the warrants to seize several items from Harris's car and home, including several computers, an iPad, and an iPhone. Harris's 22 month old son died June 18th after being left in the car for nearly eight hours. Harris told police he forgot his son was in the car and went to work. According to the warrants, uh, Harris took his son to a Chick fil A a short distance from his office for breakfast. He then drove to work and left Cooper inside the car in the rear-facing car seat. Uh, police say Harris was supposed to drop Cooper off at an on-site daycare at his office that day. Police said earlier th- this week that Harris went to his car around lunchtime that day and put something inside the driver's door. After work, he got into his car was driving to meet up with friends when he pulled over to the shopping center and pulled Cooper's body from the car. So he so he went to his car at lunch, and the baby was in there, obviously. Hey, so he wanted the kid to die. He was probably checking to see if it was dead already. Wow. Um, the Warrens say he then began doing CPR on the child when someone came to assist him. He stopped providing medical attention to the child, he started making calls on his cell phone. Cooper was buried buried on Saturday, um, and uh, they said that at the funeral that his wife said that she is not mad at her husband for what happened. Harris is charged with murder and child cruelty is being held without bond in Cobb County. Guess the race of uh, the parents uh, who murdered their kid um, through uh, one of the worst possible ways a die I could even think of, right? Um, wow. Let's check the chat room, see what they believe. Despicable crime equals white people. Grilled cheese. Got their kid a Gerber life insurance plan. Snap family edition white. <laughs> plan B oh was... Plan B was blame a generic black guy. Yeah, I'm just glad they didn't pull the black dudes, kidnapped my kids and drove them into a lake. Plus, I mean, who's not buying adorable white babies? Just give your baby away. Uh, Google Craigslist. YouTube upload. The Internet is not white people's friend this week. White blacks want all the kids possible so they can get that creamy welfare goodness. Uh, Want a mustard cheese white. Uh, what a monster, cheese white, says <laughs> bread mosaic. What a horrible, okay lady, we? yep, that is what race though. One who uses, uh, why One who uses splinter to make Kool-Aid. Also, he never went to the daycare after work, white and white. The correct answer is white. You guys got it right. <laughs> Just the worst kind of person. Last thing, sword ratchetness. Man wielding the sword, then gun shot by deputies in Sterling. A oh man, my. a man reportedly reported to be brandishing a sword at a family members was shot by London County deputies shortly after 4 p.m. on Albemarle Road in Sterling. According to Sheriff's Office, deputies were responding to a disorderly conduct call when a man was threatening his family members with a sword outside the home. As deputies responded, the man was believed to have received, retrieved a firearm. Deputies ordered him to drop the weapon. He refused to comply. Pointed the weapon at deputies before shooting the shooting occurred. Uh, the man was airlifted to an aerial hospital for treatment of injuries described as life threatening. Deputies were not injured. Well, it's not every day these sore ratchetness stories have a good ending. And today is one of those days, guys. Only thing could have mm-hmm. been better is if he had died. All right, man. We'll be back um tomorrow, Monday at 9 p.m. Uh thanks to everybody for uh listening to the show. Or we might be back tomorrow, actually. Now I think about it. Um but uh thanks for listening to the show. We enjoy uh the live people in the chat room. Mm-hmm. It's very fun. Go to Shadow Down Productions, go to iTunes, search uh the best the the best of Rod and Karen. Mm-hmm. Download that bad boy fourteen hilarious comedy tracks. Go to Adam and Eve com T B G W T. Get your discounts. We'll talk to you guys soon. Until then, I love you. I love you too, babe. Mwah. Mwah.